Hey, it's Kim Commando today, your daily podcast to keep you up to date with all things digital and beyond. And I'd love to have you be a part of our podcast. You could make an appointment to speak with me. Just head over to commando.com and on the top right, there's a button that says email Kim, fill that out and that's it. I always like to start with something fun and interesting. And I don't know if you know this, but Elon Musk has a pile of kids. That's right, he has nine children. And I wanted to figure out, like, where did the nine come from? Well, he has a set of twins from a woman that worked for him at Neuralink, a company that he owns. And then with that musician Grimes, he has a daughter that they named Y and a son that they named X. Uh, He has a set of twins and a set of triplets with his first wife. And why all the kids? Musk says that he's helping the underpopulation crisis. He says that that's the reason why Earth will someday be nothing. Then I started thinking about it more. Like, what country actually has the fastest growing population? What country has the fastest growing population? It's Ireland. That's right. Because it's Dublin every year. Get it, Dublin? All right. Welcome to the nation's largest and award-winning show about all things digital. I'm America's digital goddess, Kim Commando, here with you. And you're about to get more tech smarts because you need it. And if you are a regular listener to the show, we're so glad that you're here and welcome back. And if you're a brand new listener, special welcome to you. Yes, absolutely. And you can find the Kim Commando Show on over 420 top stations throughout the United States. And we're streaming in your favorite radio app, as well as you can get us as a podcast, as a webcast, 24-7 over at GetKim.com. And it's a great way for you to support our programming and everything that we do here every single day on the shows and also over on the website. And you can hear us on the American Forces Network radio. And a special thank you goes out to our servicemen and women in the Army, the Marines, the Navy, the Air Force, the Coast Guard, and the Space Force who are protecting our great nation while I speak. And our T-Mobile Unlimited listener line is now open. I'd love to hear from you at one 888 825-5254 is the way to join us. All right, every single day I read the news pages and I look at 30 different websites to make sure that you're all up to date. And this is part of the show where I like to talk about the numbers and go behind the numbers and tell you what it actually means. So our first number is $105 a year. $105 a year to use the engine in your car. What is that? Okay, think back to your first car. What was it? Your first car, was it Was it really nice or was it a clunker junker? Well, mine was okay. It was a used Pontiac Sunbird. Mm, didn't like it. It was now, when I think about it, pretty low tech because now we are having basically cars or computers on wheels. We have uh, Bluetooth connections and infotainment displays. Well, BMW made headlines last year because remember, If this car is a computer, it can get updates and features and also get it over the air. Uh, But BMW made headlines last year for $18. Yes, that was $18 a month to have heated seats in your car. It's a feature already built in most luxury cars, but BMW is going to turn it on and charge you that money every month. Now, this past week, they came out with another one. Yes, thank you, BMW. Uh, $105 a year to remotely start your car. 105 to hit that button to remotely start your car, either in the app or on the car's fob itself. Uh, Other manufacturers, Toyota, they're actually still doing, they were already doing this. And Subaru and Kia, they are saying, you know, we are really going to get more into the subscription-based business. So when you buy a car, you need to ask about any subscriptions. Word to the wise. You know, I got invited to test a new car made entirely of spare computer parts. It was a hard drive. Mm Mm-hmm. You got it. All right. Number two, 
Uh, $7,500 back you're going to get if you buy an EV? Maybe not so much. Certain car makers, you can get up to $7,500 tax credit. But here's the deal. The tax credit is given in two parts. To get the first $3,750, a percentage of the battery's material need to be from the United States or a country that has a free trade agreement with us here in the United States. Now, to get the other half, well, guess what? The majority of the battery's components would have to be made in the U.S., Canada, or Mexico. Now, sadly, China is the world's leading supplier of materials for the batteries. So you might not get that full tax credit back when you get your new ride. And in case you want to see if your car is eligible before you buy it, uh, go to this website, fueleconomy.gov. Once again, that's fueleconomy.gov. You know, Volkswagen is finally manufacturing electric cars here in the United States. But you might be wondering why it just took them so long. Well, it took them a while because they had to get all the bugs worked out. Mm. Uh, Number three, two-thirds of teens are using TikTok. Does that really surprise you? Another number I heard is 160 million Americans are on TikTok. You know, TikTok is fun, but is it really worth your privacy? Because every single thing that you do on TikTok is tracked. Every single thing. They get your voice print, your facial ID, your photos, your texts. And with good reason, Wisconsin and North Carolina just joined two other states in banning TikTok on any state-owned device. Uh, The U.S. Armed Forces already prohibits the app on military devices, and it makes total sense. So if you want to use TikTok, what is my recommendation? How do you stay on TikTok and still stay safe? Because TikTok, as you know, is owned by the communist Chinese government. And so conceptually, with 160 million people having their apps on their smart devices, think of the power that they have to go ahead and push down an update to that app that does something really, really bad. Maybe it's uh, showing a deep fake video. Maybe it's giving a false evacuation alert. Maybe it's, maybe it's tying into your home Wi-Fi network and then suddenly you get into the power grid. See, we're, it's not just that TikTok is getting all of your personal information It's also that TikTok is gaining power to really do something pretty horrible to every phone that that this app is on. And so if you are so bent on using TikTok, you can't get rid of it, you love it. What I want you to do is get an old device, an old phone, an old tablet, whatever it may be, and you reset it and you only put TikTok on that. Now, is it safe now to use that on your home Wi-Fi network in order to get on TikTok? Mm, no, not so much. Because once it's on your Wi-Fi network, it can spy on anything that's connected to the network. So if you are really, really, you just want to use TikTok and you want to be safe about it, is I want you to get an old device and then use it with a cellular plan. All right, number four on our list is one out of 50 kids are having their identity stolen. That's right. Recent study found that one out of 50 kids have had their identity stolen, uh, as I mentioned, and three quarters of those kids were robbed by people who they know. So it's really simple to steal a child's identity. Just you need their name, their social security number, and their date of birth. And so want to make sure that you are checking your kids, maybe credit report, annualcreditreport.com. You can do that. If you get a document that asks for any of your kids' personal information, unsolicited, make sure that you don't do that. If maybe you're, you take the kid to the pediatrician, this happened to me, and they say, what the, what's the kid's social security number? I'm like, why do you need that? And so I refuse to give it to them. If you get any junk mail that's addressed to your child, 
That's a sign that something may be going on. So just be aware. And finally, this coming in at number five, 7% fewer strikes. What's going on? All right. As it turns out, bowling lanes have been switching over to string pins. And a lot of people are upset about this because thanks to new tech, these are pins with nylon strings attached to them. Once you knock them down, the strings pull them up right after a shot. Now, the bowling alleys say this is cheaper for them to maintain. But the International Bowling Federation says the string pins are just fine in tournaments. But the bowlers don't like this. And the U.S. Bowling Congress, they agree with the bowlers because now you can't have pins that that you hit and then it just knocks down a whole bunch of them and it's going to be harder to get those strikes, spares, and splits. And the worst part of the string pins is that you don't have that sound anywhere. You know, speaking of that, I got an email from a guy the other day. He said, Kim, you were just making too many bowling jokes there on the show. <laughs> well, I guess the jokes weren't up his alley. Sometimes people can be such a pinhead. All right, coming up, we have all of your great phone calls. We're going to talk about how you can sniff out the scammers and also how you can get a hold of someone who has Do Not Disturb on. I had to do that with my son this morning. And of course, we have all of your great phone calls here on the Kim Commando Show. Hey, our T-Mobile Unlimited listener line is now open at one 825 And just a quick reminder, if you ever want to send me your question because you're just too dang shy to come on a big-time radio show and podcast, hey, I get it. Head over to commando.com, and in the upper right-hand corner, there's a link that says Email Kim. All right, so there are all kinds of TikTok videos out there, and there was one that was posted by a 17-year-old gal, and she was just shocked I'll tell you about she lost a job over things that she wrote on social media. She actually said, me realizing digital footprint is real because when they called me for a job interview, they loved me. But when they did a background check, they said they didn't want to hire me anymore, which I'm sure happens more than once every single day throughout the world. Uh, what was interesting about this whole story is that Chris Sutherland Jr., you you responded to her TikTok. Um, why did you respond to her? Now, you're also a cybersecurity pro, I take it. Yeah, I work in the cybersecurity field, and I honestly just love to spread the news about cybersecurity. So once I saw her TikTok and it was kind of blowing up, I realized how many people honestly don't realize what they post online directly affects what their job, like their job outlook could be. So employers are looking for uh, or looking at what you post online, not not very often, depending on uh, what kind of job you're going to get. But very frequently, the people can go online and search your username with these free tools or maybe even your email and easily pull up almost everything you've done in the past couple of years. And uh, it's really simple to do. So it was just surprising to see how many people didn't realize that and how open people are about posting very private information on the Internet. Well, and I think people assume, rightfully so, that they would look at their social media accounts, their LinkedIn accounts. Maybe if they could, they could find the Finsta accounts along with the Rinsta accounts, things like that. Um, so so you used two Linux-based tools in particular. Tell us about that. Yeah, so the first tool I used uh, is on GitHub, and it's called Mosent. And both of these tools are actually free and open source, so anyone can use them for free. It doesn't cost a dime. But basically, the first tool, Mosent, all they have to do is grab your email address off your resume and plug it into this tool, and it'll scrape the Internet for your social media accounts, 
and uh, that kind of thing that you use to register with or that you use this email to register with on. And uh, it'll bring it all up so they can take a look at it and see what you've done. And then uh, once they find, like, let's say they look up your email and they find some accounts and they find some usernames after they look up your email, then they can go to this tool called Nextfill, type in all the usernames that you found or that they found while uh, looking up your email, and then find all your other accounts that were linked to other email addresses and uh, go even deeper with that. So those are the two tools I showed. And uh, the scary thing is those are just two of probably hundreds, if not thousands of tools. And uh, most of them are free and open source. And a lot of them, uh, you know, aren't free and can do even, you know, scarier things that, uh, that I haven't even mentioned. And so what advice do you have for somebody who's looking for a job right now? Honestly, the best advice I have is just simply don't post anything online that you wouldn't want an employer to find. And uh, if you just absolutely have to, for some reason, I would, first of all, I would not post any pictures of yourself. Second of all, I would use a different profile picture for every single account and preferably very common images. Third, I would probably use a different username, email, never put your real name, of course, on there and uh, all that good stuff. And then I would private all the accounts and then only tell my good friends about them and uh, basically <laughs> that's what I do. <laughs> We're just going underground, baby. <laughs> that's it. Yeah, pretty much. Because um, uh, there's there's not a lot you can do to hide yourself if, you're, if you have any piece of identifiable information and an employer really does want to find you. Um, they can definitely do it. And, uh, and especially if you're going for like a government contracting job, you better like believe that they are using these kind of oh, tools gosh. and ones we've never even heard of to find you on the internet. Yeah, hundred percent. There's all right. Final question. I was looking at your TikTok channel. Uh, tell us about the OMG phone cable. Yeah. The OMG phone cable is a, uh, it's been around for a couple of years, but the crazy thing that I find is this technology before this cable came out used to be about, you know, $20,000 per cable. But now it's, you know, about 150 to 100 bucks for this cable. You can plug it into an Android, iPhone, or really any other, like, you know, mobile device, as long as it can fit the cord. And then they have different cords for different devices. And then once, you know, you plug a phone into the device, you can actually remotely access the information on the device. So uh, a hacker from, you know, a different building across the street could leave a cord dangling out of like a Starbucks outlet and someone's like, oh, cool, free phone charger. They plug their phone up into it. And, you know, the guy across the street's actually able to access their passwords and their data and all of that just from the, the phone cable. Well, you know, it's, it's astonishing. And I'm glad that you're out there helping me and everybody else in this industry trying to keep everybody digitally aware and digital safe. And uh, Chris, keep up the great work and thanks for being here. Hey, by the way, you can follow Chris at TikTok.com at ChrisJr404. That's ChrisJr404. That's cute. 404. Page not found. All right. Let's say you want to find the love of your life this year. And you're like, so you're going to start getting into the dating sites. And then suddenly somebody contacts you and says, oh, you're exactly what I'm looking for. You're it. Okay. Before you just say, yes, this is my love and I'm going to send you some money. What I want you to do is make sure that you always remember 
that they may not be who they are. And so always do a reverse Google image search. Go to image.google.com. Once again, that's image.google.com. All right, coming up in just a few moments, our amazing content queen, Ali Seligman, is going to be here to talk to us about what we should not be paying for in 2023. And then later on, how you can get a handwritten note into your PC here on The Kim Commando Show. All right, in just a few moments, we have a great tip about what to do when you need to get a hold of somebody, but they have do not disturb on. And then later on, still to come, we have these handwritten notes, but how do you get these inside your PC? But right now, our amazing content queen over at commando.com, Ellie Seligman is joining us. Hello there, Allie. Hi, Kim. So money is tight, right? Everybody's talking about it. Have you seen the price of eggs? I have. Have you bought? Isn't it insane? (gasps) Yeah. yeah. I mean, I went and I bought a dozen eggs and it was $8.49 Whoa. for a dozen eggs. You know what I found that's funny? Going to like a health food store. So here in Phoenix, if you do your regular grocery shopping at Fry's, eggs are actually, actually cheaper at places like Sprouts. Like the places oh, you think really? of as the more expensive grocery stores <laughs> have cheaper eggs. Yeah. But when it comes to tech, <laughs> yeah. give, us, give us a few things that we should stop paying for. That's the best way to save money, right? Stop buying so much stuff. And the first one on my list, subscriptions. You have heard my many rants about streaming. Stop paying for streaming services that you're not watching right now. But I've got a new twist on that. If you are a person that buys a lot of games, you pay for games, you pay for the in-app purchases, quit it. You probably want to spend less time on your phone and you don't realize how much money that stuff adds up to. I am not alone in this. So many people are spending way more time playing things like board games and cards and, you know, things in real life with people right now. Cribbage is my new obsession. So get off your phone. Stop the phone games. They're expensive. Well, you know, board games, you and I were talking about this, that they have increased in popularity 238% year over year. So I think there is a trend where people are saying, like you playing cribbage, which I want to take a cribbage lesson from you because I don't even know how to play it. <laughs> I'll teach but, you. But, you know, because I, I play dominoes. <laughs> okay, I you have teach some me that. that well, are, yeah. Okay, we'll, we'll go back and forth. Because I have friends here that are teaching me every Thursday night how to play dominoes. I'm like, I never knew it was that hard to play dominoes. I know, I know. All right, what do you have next? Paper towels. I, this is not about the environment, which, you know, whatever, we could get into that. But they're expensive, and you don't need to keep paying for them. There are so many reusable options. There's bamboo towels. There's special Swedish dish towels, all kinds of things. We have some links to our favorites up on commando.com so you can see um, the better options, right? So you're not just throwing these away every single time you use them. My caveat, though, if you cook with a lot of meat, you might still want a a few paper towels around so you can Mm. not use your reusable towels on meat juice. Yeah, that's that's kind of like, yeah, that's, that's yucky. Yeah. All right. uh, Next. Shipping. Shipping is expensive. So there are a couple different things you can do here. Of course, if you're using Amazon and you have a Prime membership, great. You get free shipping. There are sites like shipping.org, their shop runner. These can tell you, great, here are places where you can get free shipping. A nice option, too, is to use Google Shopping and see, okay, I can pay a little bit more for the shipping here or I get free shipping. The product's the same price. It's a really good place to comparison shop. Uh, sometimes it actually is worth paying for the shipping because you get the product cheaper. So see how it evens out for you. And remember, a lot of retailers, you can shop online, pick it up in store, and you don't have to pay for shipping that way. 
And, you know, what's nice about that is that they have those parking spots right in the front. Yeah, the front spot. Yes. Yep. We, we we call those, well, I shouldn't say we call it. We call those the fat spots. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Like, <laughs> sorry about that. <laughs> this is a change I made. Okay, I love those cans of compressed air. I think it's so satisfying to clean a keyboard or, you know, whatever dusty thing with them. But they run out so fast. Of course, they always run out when you're like halfway through your keyboard. So I bought one of those really high-powered air blowers. They're kind of the you know, reusable option of compressed air. I love this thing. It is wonderful. (laughs) I've written about it on commander.com. It's about 50 bucks, which you might think, oh, that's expensive. But a single can of compressed air, depending on how much, you know, you pay for it, they're like $6, $8. So it really does pay for itself. When I tell you these things are strong, I am not kidding. Um, I got a corded version because those are the strongest. One time I found my husband out on the porch, blowing the porch off with it. I kid you not, they are that strong. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Now, Allie, let me th- go back in time 10 years ago. Okay. Did, would you ever <laughs> imagine that what you just said no. would ever come out of your mouth? <laughs> of course not. Of course not. <laughs> but, but, but here's the crazy part. It's like, now I'm excited. I'm going to go on commando.com and I'm going to buy it just because this way I can blow the dust off of everything. It's awesome. It really is awesome. And it, seriously, if you have anything that's really delicate, do it kind of far away because this thing is super powerful. Can, can I tell you a quick story? Of course. So, you know, in our house, we have our front door and then you see through the house and then there's those sliding glass doors that go to the patio, the backyard. So you see right through the house. Yeah. And so um, there were some... You know, some like there was like dog hair and balls, you know, stuff all on the thing. And so I was in my office. So all of a sudden I hear like the leaf blower inside the house. Oh. <laughs> so, okay. So instead of vacuuming, Barry had the leaf blower and the doors open <laughs> and was showing the leaf blower. The How'd it work? That's kind of smart. You know, you know what? It worked really well. And I looked at it and I said, you know, maybe this is actually a really good invention <laughs> that you just did. Go Barry. All right. I digress. All right. What else do you have? The final waste of money, at least in my opinion, and not just mine, Consumer Reports agrees with me, extended warranties. These are often not worth it for your tech products. Here's why. So you're buying something expensive and you think, oh, it's only 20 bucks, 30 bucks, 100 bucks to add the extended warranty, all these years of coverage. Well, they don't cover everything. They cover normal wear and tear. If there are defects, mechanical issues, if you break it yourself, you're out of luck, which is a bummer. That's kind of the reason I would want it. Um, And they just, so the main thing they cover, if there's a defect, right? Most of the time, those defects pop up within the first year that you own the product. So if you're paying for five years of coverage, mm, you don't need it because that issue already would have come up. The regular manufacturer warranty would have covered it. So I say don't waste your money on those. Um, if you really, really want to on Amazon, uh, these are actually treated like separate products. You can read the reviews. So at least go through and see how people say the review or the, the warranty actually worked for them. Did it fix their product? Do you see yourself having um, the same kind of issue in the future? Otherwise, mm, don't waste your money. You notice every single thing that you buy on Amazon now pops up with a warranty? Everything. (laughs) Yes. It's it's like I bought a a stand for my phone, a smartphone stand. (laughs) Would you like a warranty? And it was like $5 for two years. I'm like, no, I don't want. I don't want a warranty. Well, when you buy that air blower, do not buy the warranty. Yes. You know, the air blower, what's it called? 
I think it's it's got one of those really long SEO names. names I think that, it's like yeah. if you search air compressor on our site, you'll find it. Okay, all right, because I'm super excited about buying that. All right, um, you know, I bought my three year old nephew Owen a toy iPhone. I mean, it just looks like a real iPhone. But I think what's so funny is that my niece called and said that people are calling asking about his extended warranty on his little tykes car. Like, what's going on with this? All right. Totally made that up. I'm sorry. That was good. I'm sorry. That was we good. digress. All right, Allie, uh, thank you for coming on as always. And what are what's some really great stuff that's going on at commando.com right now as far as content oh, that man. people might want to search for? Yeah, it is the time of year that we are reminding you, ramp up your privacy. So we've got a ton of great privacy tips coming out this year. We have a fun little tip on all the different ways you can turn on your iPhone flashlight. So if you're that person who's always like in the dark, <laughs> like, how do I do this? You can even do it with your voice, which is really nice. But really, hit the site for those privacy tips. It's really important, good stuff. Doesn't take too long either. And you're going to love it. And by the way, if you now you might be seeing some new features, especially if you read any of my work on the website, is that now I will read that story to you. I will. You can just say, hey, have Kim read the story to you. So just click play, and then I will read the story to you, which a lot of people are like, why would I want you to read the story to me? Why would, aside from that, you get my wonderful, soothing voice? What are some other reasons, Allie? Well, lots of reasons. If you're trying to multitask, right? If you're working on something that you don't need a lot of brain power for, so you can take in a story, have that playing in one tab while you're doing it. You could do it on your phone while you're doing some chores and listen to it like a podcast. While you're out on your walk, take Kim on a walk because obviously you've already listened to all the latest episodes of Kim Commando today. So treat <laughs> it like a little podcast. Exactly. So we're so when you're hitting the website and you see, you know, have Kim read the story to you, just go ahead and hit play because I think you're really going to like it. Allie, great job as always. And we'll see you, uh, I guess, in our next Google Meet. We had like eight of those calls the other day. I was like, oh, my gosh, make it stop. I'll see you Thanks, soon. Thanks, Allie. All right. Have you ever tried to get a hold of someone whose iPhone is on Do Not Disturb? It's so annoying, especially when it's really super duper important. Like, for example, every once in a while, my son Ian will text me the night before. Normally, it's he's still studying at one in the morning and say, hey, mom, can you wake me up? Because I don't want to miss my class at 9 a.m. or whatever it is. And quite often, he will sleep right through his alarm. He will sleep right through his phone. And so, for example, this morning, I was trying to get a hold of him to wake him up to make sure that he was, you know, in time for class because he stayed up studying. Well, he's studying for the LSAT overnight, it seems like, most nights. Um, but anyway, here nor there is that I have a little trick, is that when he doesn't answer the phone, and even though he, I am on the permitted list on Do Not Disturb, is that I have another secret weapon. What I do is I go to Find My Devices, because we're under the family sharing plan, and then under Find My Devices, I see his iPhone, and then I can play the sound as if he has lost his iPhone, and it goes womp, 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 womp. So this way, he actually gets woken up by that. So in case you want to know the steps on how you can permission somebody to get through one Do Not Disturb, or you want to know how to use Find My Devices to actually get a hold of someone, we have it all written up over on the website, step-by-steps. Head over to commando.com and hit the link that says Kim Show. All right, still to come, we have more of your phone calls as well as later on a great tip on how to get your handwritten notes right into your PC here on the Kim Commando Show. Hey, if you haven't already entered to win our $500 giveaway, go ahead, do it right now while you're thinking about it. Just a couple of weeks before someone's going to be handed a $500 Amazon.com gift card. Imagine 
what you could do with 500 bucks. Head over to commando.com slash win. That's commando.com slash win. And when you're there, be sure that you do some extra steps to get some extra entries, like subscribe to our podcast, get our newsletters, like us on Twitter, on Facebook, on Instagram. Again, that address is commando.com slash win. All right. Up next, Steve in Prescott, Arizona. Well, not a whole lot. I'm calling for my mom. So the question is, uh, mom is a little elderly and uh, she's having some vision problems. So okay. right now she right now she's using an Android phone with, um, uh, you know, she's using an Android phone. The problem is that because she has some vision problems, sometimes she'll hit the wrong button in an attempt to move on into sure. whatever website she's on. And she gets lost down a rabbit hole and wants to throw the, throw the phone in the trash, you know. Well, because then she's getting all fr- – yeah, she's getting frustrated, right? I mean, yeah, she's like, yeah, what the yeah. heck? This should be easier. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. Number one, does, do you think she really needs a phone? Uh, yeah, she, I think she does. Um, she lives in a facility, um, and uh, it's kind of her – contact with her brothers and sisters and others in the outside oh, world okay. who right. are a little restricted to getting to her. Okay. Because I one of the things that was just crossing my mind is that maybe just to make life simple for her is that we get her an Amazon Echo show where she can just say, hey, you know, call my wonderful son, Steve. And then suddenly you'll have a video <laughs> call with her without her having to hit anything. But let's talk about some features for phones that you know, for phones for people who, who are a little bit older, okay? Number one, like you mentioned, we want large buttons, right? And right, they should have right. some high contrast colors. And we want something simple for that person to use. We don't. We want large Correct. text, nice icons. We don't want any little small text icons or anything like that. Uh, another feature when we start looking at these phones is amplified sound. So that this way, if she has any hearing issues, she can better hear calls and messages and things like that. We want a larger screen other than that little Android one that she's using because this way she'll be able to see the videos or images or text or what, whatever she has on the screen. The other thing that I like for these type of phones is if there's an emergency button. So in case she really needs you is that she can just hit one button and it can dial you or a preset list of contacts in case of an emergency, right? Um, right. So, so when we take all those features together, is that there really, there's only, gosh, there's only probably three different phones that have all of those features. And one, of course, you see them advertised a lot. It's the Jitterbug. And uh-huh. it has big buttons, a bright display. It has a a camera. It also works with hearing aids, too. Okay, so that's number one. Uh, number two is that we have something called the Doro 7050. It has everything that I mentioned, and it also works with uh, hearing aids. It's just not as popular as the Jitterbug. And then there's something called the, the Clarity. And we'll send you links to all of these as well. But take a look at, you know, all these phones, and, and you know your mom best. You do. Correct. And so Correct. when you when you look at these phones... You know, you get to pick which one that you think is going to work for her. And in case any of you are listening, you're like, hey, what were those list of those phones? We're going to post them over at commando.com. So that's K-O-M-A-N-D-O.com. Just search for phones for the elderly. And again, it's the Jitterbug Flip, the Doro 750, or the Clarity XLC 3.4 plus or some number like that, which somebody in marketing 
should be just, I don't know, hand slapped with a ruler for coming up with a model number like that. And again, in case you missed all those, just hit the website at commando.com. By the way, we're going to list all those phones that I just mentioned on our website. That's commando.com, of course. And if you do have somebody older in your family, it's definitely worth checking out how you could use an Amazon Echo Show. We've got tons of information about how you can set it up. They can just use drop-in. They can listen to music and news as well as yeah, as a caregiver, there's a special program for you to use that Echo Show as well. And again, we got all the information that you might need over on the website. That's Commando with a K, of course, commando.com. Hey, did you ever wish that you could turn your handwritten notes into something you could search or edit on your computer, your phone, or your tablet? Well, you can. Or you can take a picture of your writings, but sometimes, depending upon what you're using, you may not get all the phrases in the text. So a great way to get a handwritten note inside your computer is to use the free Google Lens app. It'll turn your handwriting to text right before your eyes, and Google Lens is pretty amazing. Now, I know somebody else is saying, oh, Kim, Commando, I don't want to use Google products. Well, there's Evernote, and also Microsoft has something called OneNote, and either one will let you take a picture of your writings, so this way you can edit it. But these two apps will help also organize things into notebooks and pages. Now, of course, your handwriting has to be legible. The apps aren't going to work very well or even at all with those handwritten notes that you're just scribbling. And you might have to dictate at that point your handwritten notes to into a Word or Google Doc so that this way you can edit them. The name of the apps again, Google Lens, Evernote, and Microsoft One App. And be sure to tell three friends about the show because knowledge is power. Find me 24-7 at commando.com.